She took two things, by the way. That's hey, two subjects, two things, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the fifth grade chat cast. This is Andy Mathis. We have our other fifth grade teachers here today, Angie Sapple, Kevin Heron, Amy Persicini. I hope that everybody got through Hurricane Irma well. Uh, we're back to school after six days off, getting right back into the swing of things. Uh, there's a few things on the schedule. First of all, all children should be bringing home this week a flu shot form. So listen, this is a great way to get your child a free flu shot they'll do it right at school I've, I always get my kids flu shots but uh, I did it last year through school and it's great not to have to sit with my child and <laughs> go through that process I asked him how it went after he got the shot and he was like oh yeah it was fine and easy and I thought how come it was easy for school and not for me when I take him and he kind of screams but anyway it's they're medical professionals that come in and give the kids the flu shot. I don't know if you've ever had the flu, it's the worst thing ever. It's much better than, a, I mean, it's much better to get the shot than to have flu for a week. Next Wednesday, uh, the 27th, we have Donuts with Dad. Donuts with Dad is a time where dads can bring their kid to school and eat donuts with them at eight o'clock in the morning, eight to 8.30. There'll be donuts and some other things for dad and kids to do. That's September 27th. That's also our next early release day, September 27th. Okay, so I ask everybody to, um, to answer this question. What is something that you've taught that the kids really need to keep working on? All right, for math, they really need to work on their basic multiplication facts. Start practicing, start learning those because they're going to see multiplication all year long. We've also, in science, worked on a QCA, which means question, content, answer, meaning that when the kids are reading a science question, they focus on what the question's really asking them. Then they think, what content do they need? They can look in their science book, they can use their journal, but what content do they need? And then they form their answer. After they've done that, if it's multiple choice, then they can go look at the multiple choice options. But hopefully by then they know the answer already. So that's just getting them to really focus on the question and what do they need to know to help them answer it. But you forgot about place value. Uh, well, no, because you're going to throw that in. Understanding the relationship between each column. And as we move to the left, numbers get larger, place values increase by a factor of 10. And as we move to the right, columns get smaller and decrease by a factor of 10. Or by one-tenth by one-tenth. That is very tricky, very confusing. So we need to make sure we're practicing that and getting better at it, more proficient. That sounds like something that they could do, like with any number, just talk about the place value. Like any time, this isn't, yeah. this is something that they can keep practicing Driving at home. down the road, 83 miles to Jacksonville, what place is the eight in? Right. It's in the tens place. What happens if you make it 10 times bigger? Oh, it becomes an 800. Anywhere, anytime. Football field, eating dinner, looking at the clock. Baseball practice. There you go. Cup scouts. One thing I expect to them when we're reading passages, we're answering questions, even when we're doing writing, they're, you know, they're going to need to make sure and all we're doing in um, language arts is uh, finding that evidence to support what they're saying if they're writing, to support their answer. Um, 
going back and finding that evidence to where do they find the answer? How do they know that? Was it explicit? Did they have to infer it? Um, but basically, you know, they have to be able to show me in the passage where they found their answer. And so go back and rereading, finding their evidence. I mean, you might want to elaborate on that. No, that, you know, that really sounds similar to what I was thinking. Um, I was going to mention that we learned how to do a, a process called the four column method where you go through each question and you think about what it's asking you, what you have to do to answer the question, how to have a complete answer, how to make your answer better. But these, that, the four column method that I just explained, finding evidence from the text, the QCA that Ms. Saffel explained, these are all things where the students are having to stop and really think about what they're doing. Um, in fifth grade, there's not many questions where there's just an answer that you just remember, uh, whether it's in math or science or in reading. Uh, now students are having to think about what they're doing. They're having to go through a process. Um, much of what they're tested on, whether it's in just classwork or quiz or a test, um, they're going through a process. It's not what they remember. It's not uh, what they remember from reading, what they remember from doing a science experiment or reading science, what they remember from a math lesson. It's going through the process of solving a problem, whether it's solving a problem in math, solving a science question, finding evidence in a text. Um, fifth grade students need to accept that it takes a long time to think about what they're doing, carefully go through the process of answering it completely and providing evidence and a rationale for what they're doing. So I think that's something that that we're going to keep going over is that um, it takes a lot of time for students to analyze and think about the things they're doing. It's not supposed to be quick. Um, just because somebody gets through something fast doesn't mean they did it well. Mm -hmm. So, All right, one more note, and that is that next Tuesday, September 26th, will be Progress Report Day. Uh, we send progress reports home about halfway through each grading period. That's where we are now in the nine weeks. So be sure to look for them. Progress reports are a great way to check and see how students are doing. If there's any problems or you have any questions, things to work on, we can have time to work on it before report cards come out at the end of the quarter. So thank you again for listening this week. We're trying to get back on our regular routine after Irma. We hope you are too. We'll be back next week with more.